Hello, everyone. As you can tell, we have finally our new co-host with us. Woo-hoo. This is Matt Pindoli. Matt, tell us five interesting facts about you right now. Oh, Go. No. <laughs> um, I go to UT. Uh, I'm tall. Um, I play the guitar. Um, I'm from Russia. And one more, one more. <laughs> My favorite color is green. Awesome. All right, let's start it. Hello, and welcome back to Quarantine. I'm Athena Getze. I'm Lauren Strauss. And I'm Matt Pindoli. Um, And we are so excited to have Matt joining us. Um, As we mentioned, Father Kid uh, lives a very busy priest life, so he had to back away. And we we needed another male here, because Lauren and I can... (laughs) We're a lot of female. Um, so we are excited to have Matt here and to um, talk about a super awesome, super important topic with the Catholic Church, and that's the Eucharist. But before we do that, um, I want to invite you guys to download the new Awaken Catholic app. You can find it in the App Store. Um, this thing is amazing. It has so many different um components to it and it's a really cool way to talk with us hosts so if you like what we're doing or you don't like what we're doing um, you can go on there and share some ideas with us some topics and also just really build um, an awesome catholic community without kind of the negativity that you find on facebook and instagram Um, and then if you like what we're doing here and you'd like to support us we invite you to enjoy to join Awaken Nation. You can do that at awakencatholic.org slash donate. Um, you can do an ongoing donation or a one-time donation and anything helps. Thanks, Athena. And additionally, today's episode is brought to you by Casa Bea Cleaning Service. Casa Bea is a one-stop shop for all things clean. If you live in the Northwest Ohio area, Casa Bea is the ideal option to keep your residence, commercial, or new construction clean. If you, uh, Casa Bea is also one of the only services in Northwest Ohio that provides deep and professional carpet cleaning. Most importantly, right now during the pandemic, keeping your home and office is clean and COVID-19 free is of the utmost importance and it happens to be a specialty of Casa Bea. That includes doorknobs, light switches, surfaces, ATMs, everything. Get the peace of mind of knowing your home or commercial environment is professionally clean by visiting casabeacleaning.info today. Awesome. Um, so I'm I'm excited about this topic because I think for people that aren't Catholic or are not used to the Catholic Church, um, the Eucharist doesn't make sense, one. And yeah. two, um, it's hard for them to understand the difference in communion, right? Because mm-hmm. I've gone to other, other churches, um, especially growing up, a lot of my family isn't Catholic and like received communion there. And it was literally served on a platter that they passed around Mm -hmm. um, and anybody at any age could partake, which was very weird to me. Like for me, it was the opposite because I was like, this is not how it's supposed to go Um, because I grew up in the Catholic Church. But I think for people that aren't Catholic, communion can be really, really strange during Mm -hmm. a mass. Yeah. And it's really an awkward thing, too, because they don't understand. um, And a lot of times... um, other Catholic like people that are non-Catholic may think that it's just like a symbol mm-hmm. um, or it's just like we are worshiping like a piece of bread, basically. Um, and it's not actually Jesus because we believe that it's truly Jesus in the Eucharist. Right. Yeah. And they're like so if you go to a Catholic mass um, or if you are Catholic, the reason that during those prayers at the altar, um, 
the reason that the priest is reading those is because they are, they're scripture based and it's the words that Jesus used to turn the bread that he served into his body. And so when we, when we are there praying that with the priest, when he's leading us in that prayer, the consecration, yes, we, we a hundred percent believe that is what is happening up there. Um, and again, that's the cool, like beauty of the Catholic church is that only a priest can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's not magic. It's just, that's Jesus. Like, that's how it is, which is really, really cool. Um, and I, and I get it because if you're not Catholic, like I had cousins and stuff that would go to church with me that weren't Catholic and they didn't understand why they couldn't receive communion because at their church, starting at like five, they passed out grape juice and bread and you got to eat it. Um, and so it's really important to the Catholic faith that we, and, and as Catholics, sometimes we need reminded that like, that's. That's not a symbol. So when we receive the Eucharist, we shouldn't be taking it lightly, right? Like you yeah. see those people walking up to to receive the Eucharist that like either they're not 100% in or like they're looking at what so-and-so was wearing at mass that day. Like you can tell that they are not ready to like mm-hmm. truly enter into what's about to happen. Um, and it's to me, it's really cool because it is the closest we can get to Jesus. Yeah. And something that helps with that too, when you go to communion, um, is to have some sort of prayer, either, you know, asking for Mary's intercession or just praying to Jesus to lead him, to lead you closer to his heart in that moment. And so you have something more solidified in your mind that you're focusing on receiving him and not just like receiving a piece of bread, you know, so it makes it more um, like it hones more in on the fact that it's Jesus that you're about to receive and it prepares your heart more for that moment, too. Yeah. And I think. Even during the consecration, when when the priest is praying those prayers, it's really easy for us to drift off because Mm -hmm. we're not saying anything. We're just kind of sitting there. We know the words that we need to say to respond so like we can tune out. But really, it's a really awesome moment. Like I always encourage kids um, or adults, you know, if you have to use the bathroom to use it before that, because that's like a super awesome moment in the mass that we get to be a part of. Um, and it would be a silly time. I mean, unless you really have to go, it'd be a silly time to like leave mass when that's about to happen. Um, because it's, that is a super powerful, powerful prayer. And I think it's really cool that we get to partake in that. It's not just the priest, like he's leading it for us, but like, we're supposed to be praying at that moment too. Um, and asking Christ, um, to get us ready to receive him. Mm -hmm. Um, cause I know for me, I don't know about you guys. I'm not always ready, even sitting in mass. Yeah. Like I, I forget that that's about to happen, right? I know it's coming, but like inside I'm not ready. And I, I need to take that time to ready myself because if I, mm-hmm. if Jesus, Jesus wants to be that close to me, I should be trying to be a better person. Mm-hmm. That's what I like. If he's going to take the time every week, every day, if you can go, but every week to get that close to you, um, I think we can give 10 minutes to sit there and actually enter into prayer. And that's why I love the prayer right before um, we receive is Lord, I'm not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but Mm -hmm. only say the word and my soul shall be healed. And that's when sometimes even if I'm sitting at mass and the priest will say that and we all say it together collectively. And then sometimes I'll find myself zoning out in that moment. And then I re say it before I go receive communion because and slower too, because it's just like a super powerful prayer that really prepares you for what you're about to do. Matt, what does the Eucharist mean to you? Oh, man. He's he's new here. Like right. we're we're easing him in. Yeah. This is just this, this atmosphere. Is kind of, 
Is it too intimidating for you? Yeah, it's very intimidating. <laughs> um, but I just want to go back to the um, the point where we talked about the people that aren't Catholic. Mm -hmm. And I think even as Catholics growing up as a Catholic, it was hard for me to like reconcile it actually being Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so easy to be content with, oh yeah, it's just like a piece of bread, you know? Um, and like looking at it from outside of the Catholic faith's eyes, uh, yeah, it's just, it's so much easier to just believe it's not, um, not actually Jesus, you know, mm -hmm. we, at, at um, other churches, you know, it's just a, like, like you said, there's mm -hmm. just a bowl passed around, you know? Um, but yeah, diving deeper and, uh, knowing the history behind it and <clears throat> why we do what we do makes all the difference. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, growing up in the Catholic faith, the Eucharist was always something that I was like, oh man, I don't know if I can really get behind this, you know? Yeah, it's hard. But it's a pivotal point in the Catholic faith. And yeah. Yeah, it's just something that I've just kind of like grown to love, not only knowing what it is, but also learning about it to share with other right. people. And like you just said, pivotal point, that just made me think of how we as Catholics, we say that it's the source and summit of our mm -hmm. faith. And so the source being that's how we are fed spiritually and um, summit, meaning like that's the highest point of mm -hmm. like, that's the most important part of our faith. And that's the highest point of the mass as well. Right. Yeah. When the consecration happens, when the body and blood turns into Jesus's, um, well, the bread and wine turns into Jesus' body and blood. And um, so that's like that summit part in, in the mass, which I think is really awesome. And I think it would be really silly for us to even think that it's a symbol because otherwise... Um, Eucharistic adoration. So if you have wow. not done that before, you literally walk into the chapel and there's this, it's called a monstrous, but there's this beautiful like gold thing. Normally, sometimes there's silver on it, but it's no, normally gold. And the piece of bread, the piece of bread's in there, right? So like if we just believed that was a symbol, we would look that so would be stupid. the weirdest prayer, <laughs> like the weirdest time of prayer to sit there and yeah. kneel before a piece of bread. Right. Which I get if you're not Catholic, like that's what it looks like to you. Yeah. Um, but in Eucharistic adoration, because we believe we are in the presence of Jesus and that's why it's so important, like as youth ministers, that is why I will be on you. Like if we're sitting in front of Christ and you are flirting with your girlfriend or messing around with your friend or checking the sports scores, like the reason that I'm on you is because this is your time to be literally face to face. When we do, when I, when I, um, host a Eucharistic adoration, I a hundred percent always invite teens to come up as close as they want because when you're in front of adults, you don't like to do that. Right. So you like sit back in the pews and then sometimes you lose your train of thought and then you're thinking about their things. But like I invite them to get as close as possible because the closer that we can get to Christ, the, the more that we're putting our face in front of him, the more likely we are to be transformed and the more likely we are to enter into that prayer. But if it was a symbol, like there's create, in fact, I helped out a retreat yesterday and um, a senior from one of the local parishes in Toledo was talking about how her um, youth minister has taken her to camp now twice to Camp Covecrest, um, the Life Team Camp in Georgia. And she said the last time they went, they were in Eucharistic adoration and there was um, a teen with um, cerebral palsy in a wheelchair that during the Eucharistic adoration got up and walked to the Eucharist. Now tell me. If that was a symbol, if that was a piece of bread, would that happen? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so. 
So I think we, um, like, we have to look at the whole Catholic faith. Like, I get in the moment of communion, you can kind of, like, think or even, like, make yourself think that it's a symbol because it's easier than to be like, I can be okay with how I'm living because mm-hmm. this this is just a symbol. But if you look at the whole Catholic faith and what we're centered on and those types of prayer where we're, we're literally right there with Jesus, it would be kind of silly to think that's a symbol. Right. Yeah. And another thing with Eucharistic adoration, like I, that's one of my favorite forms to pray. And that's, I love adoration. Um, and a lot of the best prayer and um, silent time and decision-making happens in adoration. And um, I honestly don't know what I would do without it. And like, yeah, there have been big decisions in my life where I would just consistently go to adoration every single day and just sit and try to listen and be with Jesus because I know that that's the closest that I will be to him. And that's just where I know that um, he's going to touch my heart the closest. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, with the Eucharist being that source and summit, like those are those moments like in mass, it's really easy for us to just go through the motions and to be there and like, okay, cool. This is what we're doing. This is how it goes. Right. Um, I remember in high school taking friends that weren't Catholic and I was like, okay, so we're going to go up and we're going to go down and we're going to kneel and we're going to do this. Just follow my lead. It's fine. You don't have to like do the prayers, you know? Um, But there's, there's something so beautiful about our mass and the main source, the main part of that mass, the most important part, um, the highest part is the Eucharist. And if we are not like centering ourselves and entering into that, we are missing out so much because unlike any other um, Christian faith, it isn't a symbol. Like Christ is literally meeting us right there um, when the priest or the deacon or whoever the Eucharistic minister is holding him up in front of you. Um, There's a reason they do it eye level, right? Like, so for short people like me, like there's, you know, if I'm giving Matt communion, I'd be like this, but there's a reason we do it eye level. And it's because (laughs) we want you, like, this is a moment between you and Christ and not a symbol of Christ, not a piece of bread, but a moment between you and Christ. And that's supposed to transform you. Like you're supposed to, even if it doesn't hit you to like, once you consume him, that is supposed to like, make you think about like, holy crap. I've not been living well. Like I've not been doing this well. And now Jesus is in me like yet again, like he is right there with me as close as possible. Mm-hmm. It is time for me to make those hard decisions, to um, break off those friendships, to live a life um, as sinless as possible. Cause we're human. So it's going to happen, but we're supposed that like, that's our time to transform ourselves. Um, and normally the more we're receiving the Eucharist, the more comfortable we feel going to confession, Mm -hmm. the more comfortable we feel admitting our faults because we are trying to be Christ-like. And so we need that. Um, So I don't know. I just, I know that as a teen, it was hard sometimes to be like, this is actually Jesus. Um, It was easier to take the route of like, this is a symbol. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, which then made it very hard to explain to friends that weren't Catholic, like why they couldn't receive communion. Because like here I was living a life saying like, it's kind of just a symbol. It's fine. But then when it was time to go up, I was like, oh, but you can't have the symbol. Like that's not, you can have your symbol at your church, but not my symbol. Um, so it's important that if we, if we are receiving the Eucharist and, and we're going to mass every week, every day, whatever it is you can do, um, 
that we're living a life that shows that one mm-hmm. and two, um, that we're letting Christ transform us because if we're not, then you are treating him like a symbol at the mass. And then it is confusing for people that aren't Catholic. Um, so it's important that, that we recognize that that is Jesus. He is there with us. He wants to be with us. And like, that is literally as close to somebody as you could ever get. Like you're not going to eat your best friend. So like, this is, this is like someone who literally wants to be as close to you as possible. So it'd be kind of silly not to take advantage of that. Yeah. And I think once you, once you do that, once you um, reconcile that, that is like Jesus, you know, like your whole outlook on the Catholic faith like changes. Mm-hmm. I know for me, my faith, the pivotal point in my faith was an adoration. Um, and I was just like, I was like, man, like if this is actually Jesus, I need to step up my game. Like, the, like it was just amazing to me. Um, in that, in that moment, I felt like a presence and I was like, if this is not just a symbol, like this has, there this is actually Jesus and something in my life needs to change because for the longest time I wasn't reconciling with that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, my whole outlook just on like on the mass and people in general, the people, uh, Catholics in general, um, just changed. And I, yeah. That is. Yeah. And remembering, it's really hard to remember this too, is when you do receive and like you were talking about living this out and when you receive, like you become what you eat. Right. And so like we, are supposed to remind ourselves that our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. And so like we now, once we consume Jesus, we now can like, we have Jesus in us. And that's one of the hardest things is, and that's why it's hard when you, um, you're a sinner because you're like, man, like I'm receiving Jesus and I have him in me, but I'm still broken. Yeah. And that's why confession is so awesome before like going to confession before you receive if you're in that state too. So, and I think it's such a blessing too, because as humans, like it is hard because we can't really like always see or hear or feel God. Um, the Eucharist is such a blessing to us because that was Jesus's way of bringing this like heavenly God, this perfect person into our lives every day. If we want in a way that's tangible for us in a way that like our senses are fed basically so that we can understand that this, this is real and it's happening. Um, so I think like, like Matt said, like if you do struggle with it, think about the fact like, okay, so what if this is real? Right. I actually helped with a confirmation um, retreat and that was one of the talks that came from Mark Hart. He said on his eighth grade confirmation retreat, he sat there and he could tell you what everyone's t-shirt said. He could tell you everything except what was going on in the retreat until there was a moment where he sat there. And I think it was during Eucharistic Adoration, if I remember correctly. And he said like, okay, so what if this is real? Like what, what if this yeah. is actually God? What if, what if, yeah. and started changing his life because of that moment. And so I think if you are someone who struggles with this and you're taking the easy route of like, it's easier just to think it's a symbol. Okay. But what if it's not like, what if what the Catholic church is telling us, what if it's actually true? It is. But what if it's actually true? Like you have nothing to lose, but everything to gain. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks guys. I think this was good. Yeah. I, I love talking about you, Chris. <laughs> Matt, you did, great. you did great. You did great. You did great. Um, thanks for tuning in and catch us next week. See you guys.
This show and all media on Awaken Catholic is made possible by the Awaken Nation and the Hollow app. The Awaken Nation is a community of people like you who support all things Awaken for as cheap as a cup of coffee a week and get access to exclusive content. Learn more by visiting awakencatholic.org/donate. Hollow is the only audio-guided Catholic prayer app focused on contemplative prayer and traditional Catholic meditation such as Lexio Divina, Daily Examine, and the Rosary. We here at Awaken all use Hollow every day and love it. To learn more or give it a try, visit hollow.app/awaken.